This is a competition. This is not America's next top best friend. Wanna be on America, what's going on? I am Hillary Sussman. I am sorry for that opening. And I am coming to you live from Detroit this week uh, in my childhood bedroom. (laughs) And Amanda's coming to you from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Like normal. Like always. From the same place. Every time. Almost always. It's true. Like, one day I'm going to record a podcast in the living room and we're going to be like, wow, Amanda's switching it up. Oh, Amanda. yeah. I guess you're always laying in your bed. I'm always laying in my bed. I'll just find different things to lay on. Yeah. You like, you like, different beds. in the living room or like on a couch or hanging out with beans. Yeah. Beans. Yeah. I miss beans. Uh, we got into a feud, but we're friends again. <laughs> he- beans is Hillary's roommate's dog, for those who don't know. He ate one of my favorite sandals, and it was so rude. And it was in my room. I just didn't shut my door all the way. And my roommate was like, I'm so sorry. Can I buy you another pair? And I said, well, I got them in Portland at a retail shop. (laughs) Or at a a resale shop. So no. (laughs) Did you look up at least what brand they were? Yes. They don't make them anymore. Like my favorite boots. But Zipper of my favorite, favorite riding boots broke, like, last winter. And I was like, well, it's riding the end of winter, boots. so I don't have to worry about it. And then, Are you a horse like, girl? I'm... No, I'm not a horse girl. They're just riding boots. <laughs> so, like, there's a style of boot, Hillary. Not a horse girl. It's the worst thing you could have called me. <laughs> like, I literally would have... That's why I was genuinely <laughs> surprised. <laughs> no, it's like, 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 high, like, boot, leather boots that go up to your knees... That are leather. Okay. <laughs> That's my description. I look like one of the three stooges right now. It's because your hairline is doing something wild. Do I don't I know what it is, but it's forehead? being all extra. You just your widow's peak is just on point today. It's just especially this is pointy. Like incredibly terrifying. Yeah, leave it like that. Like Miss J said, hair in the face is for ugly girls. So I'm willing to embrace that and put my hair <laughs> in my face. So today we are going to be recapping America's Next Top Model, Cycle 5, Episodes 5 and 6. Miss J saw the sidebar. My friend Mondo got a picture with him at Pry last week and I'm still mad. <gasps> because I was literally like two feet away and I'm like, I want a picture so with Miss J, but he walked away or she walked away by the time that I got, a, I, I got up there. I'm very jealous and upset by that news. But I'm really proud of Mondo. Snaps to Mondo. Amanda sucks. Like normal. Amanda just had bad timing. Give her a fucking break. I know. I'll have to run a podcast about this or anything. The title of episode five is The Girl Who Gets a Boob Job. And the best guest. We're gonna freak out. Ah, (laughs) man. I did. Okay. (laughs) Like, I remember, like, halfway through. I was was like, wait, is that this? Yes! No, I remembered when I started the episode, and my first note is, in all caps, Janice! (laughs) Hillary Uh, just showed it to me, guys. (laughs) um, And then my second note was 
the realization that for the opening credits, they are using pre-makeover pictures of all the girls. See, I told you. That is weird. It's so weird. So the, the episode opens with Kim is sad because Sarah went home last judging. And um, Kim thinks that Sarah deserved it more. Did you know Sarah was a ballet dancer? Really? Yeah, I googled her after this. She works for like the Austin Ballet. Cool. Yeah. Good for her. That's different. Yeah, like it's like they focus so much on Naima's dancing and she's not a dancer. Mm-mm. Like, I would love to have seen some ballet dancing. No, same. And then it shows all the girls having a photo shoot with the digital camera in the house and they <laughs> like just... they're in middle school <laughs> yeah i feel like i was doing the same photo shoots they were doing in this, in this episode and upload all the pictures on facebook except the girls take their tops off because they're crazy they're edgy diane volunteers to be the photographer because she doesn't want to be in the pictures because diane's going home as fuck in this episode it's so obvious she's and now she's insecure about her body of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. She has curves. She's different. She's definitely going home. <laughs> she looks like a Lisa Van- Linda Evangelista. She's perfect. She's beautiful. Oh. Uh, and then we get a <laughs> shot of Lisa giving more advice to the contestant. She tells Diane she needs to practice posing in front of the mirror. She tells Corinne she needs to get out of the Adidas sports modeling world, which you said. And she needs to stop working out. Lisa's drunk, basically. Lisa's, like, no, you see a scene of her before this. I just noticed it in this episode when I watched it twice. You you see a scene of her where she pours out, like, a paper bag full of wine bottles. There's, like, four wine bottles. Literally, she's like, I wish I, like, I wanted bigger bottles, but I didn't have them. Yeah. I want to party with her. I don't. (laughs) like tbh i really don't i am notoriously a cheap date a very big lightweight i do not carry my alcohol well um i go from zero to blacked out very quickly and very easily and so that's why i gotta monitor my monitor my alcohol intake and i have a feeling with lisa i would not be able to and i would make some very poor decisions and i would wind up on celebrity rehab anyway yeah she's like she's wasted and she's trying to give these girls quote advice like literally 90s air quotes advice (laughs) and corinne's like why would i listen to somebody i'm competing against because she's smart do you notice in that scene she's talking she's talking to lisa and lisa's like you just need to you're too skinny you just need to you need to stop working out and diane is brushing corinne's hair i don't know (laughs) i'm shocked you didn't notice this like corinne is like why would i listen to you and like you see someone like in the background you see someone like brushing out her hair (laughs) You know, I did see that and it didn't even register to me as how weird that is. It's so great. I was like, oh my God, like, good for you. Like, that's that's friendship. That's true friendship. I don't think I've ever had a friend brush my hair. I'll do it. Okay. You want to brush out one of my wigs? So badly. Bottom up. That's how you do it. I know. (laughs) So then the girls get a Tyra mail. Pluses and minuses. Who says models can't do math? And then one of the girls is like, but I can't, though. You said that Tyra Mail and literally the exact inflection I have it almost written here in my notes. And it has like, like, I just like, like math and math. Math. So then the <laughs> girls go to Smashbox and Mr. J is there with a button down t-shirt opened down to the floor. And 
Smashbox Studios is home of LA Fashion Week, aka the Walmart of Fashion Week. <laughs> the Canadian Fashion Week. The Kroger brand Fashion Week. Yeah, they're like the, the grocery store brand version of Fashion Week is Los Angeles. Like, I would rather go to Toronto Fashion Week. I bet Toronto Fashion Week is dope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so this week, they're going to work on turning their girls' negatives into positives. And Twiggy shows up, and Diane has a talking head, and she goes, yeah, I know who Twiggy was. She made all the models skinny. (laughs) She's so so sour about it. I laughed at that. That was really fucking funny. (laughs) And, like, it's basically, like, talking about how Twiggy doesn't change the game. Mm -hmm. And Twiggy talks about all of her negatives, how she was too thin. Big ears. But she just happened to meet with Leonard. Of course, because this is the 60s, so hairdressers just had single names like Leonard. Yeah. (laughs) And then he chopped off her hair and made her very blonde. And then Barry Ladigan made her career and took some fabulous photographs of her, like including the big, the famous one of her with like the portrait with the eyelashes. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, my favorite part is when she shows up, she goes, oh, it's so nice to see all of you close up. I love her. I love her so much. She's so cute. I'm just just... mad at her because she's not Janice. It's not her fault. I mean, yeah, it's not her fault. But you have a few seasons to get over that. But also, I feel in my brain, I feel like I've made Twiggy J.K. Rowling's grandmother, which is not a thing. (laughs) (laughs) But I just I feel like they look like they could be related. It's so specific. I love it. Or like maybe their mother. But like. No, grandmother. And they're probably like two years apart. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, probably like four years <laughs> I'm sorry JK Rowling if you are listening to this podcast no it's a compliment to JK Rowling <laughs> it's a it's diss to Twiggy, Twiggy. Um, Brie says she needs to bring confidence in front of the camera Brie also always sounds like she's about to cry have you noticed that she Does my next note is the realization that Diane is 23 because Diane looks 43 33 <laughs> So does, like, Diane and Lisa look the same age, and they both look old. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, Dean and Davis Factor. Peter. That just sounds like a made-up name. I'm sorry. Both those names, like, Dean Factor, Davis Factor. No. I'm sorry. No. It's not. It can't be real. The I refuse. I refuse, yeah. I refuse, I refuse. Maybe they're, maybe they're partners. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> oh, that would sorry. make more sense. I think they're brothers. I think they're brothers, but... So then uh, Mr. J hands out a questionnaire to the girls to list negatives for themselves and others, and it's going to be an anonymous ballot. And the girls are all scared because they know Lisa's going to be really harsh and that Mm. Corinne's going to take it the hardest. They're right. And it's like, they're right, but also, like, Lisa also takes it pretty poorly um i'm sorry lisa's just awful especially in this episode like this is a tough one she's so okay jay gets the ballots back and he basically announces what everyone has agreed the girls flaws are and they are jayla has big ears brie has big teeth and a five head aka me right now nicole's too pale also me Diane needs to be sexier and embrace her curves. Nick has bubble eyes. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't come up with shit for Nick. And I'd be like, <laughs> that's what um, it is. Also, she was just too pretty. Bar, Dean and Davis are the great, great grandsons of Max Factor. Fashion is secular. 
Everything is nepotism. Who's Max Factor? Like the makeup brand, Max Factor. Oh. <laughs> like the person, Max Factor, founder of Max Factor, the makeup <laughs> brand. Max Factor. Get the London book. Uh, <laughs> Lisa, <laughs> Lisa's cross-eyed. Kim has an untoned ass and love handles. Mm, that was okay, so mean. Even, Kim does. Yeah, that was so mean, and I can't believe that was the thing they focused on. But also, like Kim doesn't have an untoned ass because she doesn't have one. Yeah. She like when she turned around, I was like, "How are you flat?" Like, how are you literally, like, like I, I could run my hand down your back and it would just not move whatsoever. Completely flat. Yeah. Like, how do you poop? How do you poop? Do you you don't. You don't poop. <laughs> you know, your spine is so flat it can't bend. <laughs> you just, like, you have to, like, literally lie yourself across a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Okay, and then the last two... Kyle's neck is too short and Corinne is too skinny slash muscular. Again, Corinne, if she had launched 15, whatever this is 13 years later, she would have a Nike campaign. She would be the face of Nike. Yes, agreed. Mm-hmm. After this, Corinne's venting to Kyle because she knows Lisa wrote down that negative about her. This is why I don't hang around females. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the use of the word female. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Okay. People only use females when referring to women in derogatory senses. Subhuman. Subhuman. It's literally like that. Like, it is it's so insulting to use that term and they're like and people are like but it's accurate and it's like yeah but you know what you're doing by saying that like i'm sorry you can't be like these females over here because it's like you no one says that in normal conversation you could refer to them as girls or women or whatever but you chose to like they literally boil it down to primal dna men do this especially black men have a tendency to do this and it's awful it's horrible steve hart it's like steve harvey bullshit and like seriously get off family feud but anyway so it's so disappointing to see women especially do this too and like i think corinne does this and somebody else does it in like a later season i was because i was watching later seasons this week and i was texting hillary about it Okay, also, tangent, tangent, tangent. That is our show. If you haven't listened and this is your first episode, get used to it. I'm sorry. Women as females when you're trying to just call them women. Just call us women. Yes. I would rather you call us cunts. I would rather that. Well, you're just kind of getting to the point of what... (laughs) Getting to the hidden meaning behind the word females. Vaginas. You know? Yeah, I would rather that. <laughs> rather that. than women, girls, like, females. Oh, vaginas. Like, damn. So the whole time Corinne's, like, talking all this shit about Lisa, Kim says, not that I disagree with you, but what do you dislike? So matter of fact. <laughs> then this is when Corinne oh, and Lisa get into the fight in the dressing room. Okay. Yeah. You, I don't have they- notes on this. My yeah. only so, note I have they- during this fight is, in all caps, Janice, where are you? <laughs> where is janice clapping hands emoji <laughs> so um no so they basically they're in the dressing room they're getting ready to like they're finishing up or whatever and getting ready to leave i'm guessing um and lisa and corinne have an argument with each other they're both wearing some of the worst sunglasses i've ever seen in my life. 
<laughs> like, like Corinne has those big glass, like Jennifer Lopez, love don't cost a thing sunglasses, and then Lisa has those big Paris Hilton, like like thick black rim with the black, but they weren't they weren't quite square, but they weren't mm. quite cat eye, and they weren't quite circle. They were just like a non blob shape. I'm getting the vapors. I'm gonna give you the vapors even worse. If you have the vapors, get some vapor rub because I'm gonna I'm about to blow your mind worse. Because then Lisa puts on a trucker hat and it was all too much for me. I literally (laughs) shut my laptop and walked away. Not today. I was was like, I have to start getting ready for work. (laughs) I can't. Anyway. The but title they, of this episode, The Girls Are Triggered by Trucker Hats. <laughs> Seriously, what is with us with with a hat choice? We have so much beef with hats. Oh, it's true. Seriously, Justin Timberlake, you ruined the fedora for a generation of people. <laughs> you tried to bring it all to Frank Sinatra, but then the neck beards took it thinking they could look like you. Anyway, then... Sorry, I can't get over this trucker hat. I keep looking at my notes and like being like, oh, I have to scroll past it. Okay. Please. Um, basically, Corinne is like, I didn't ask for your opinion. I didn't ask, I ask for a that. toy that you don't have. Sorry. <laughs> Best in show. Oh, I think it's back on Netflix, by the way. Anyway, Corinne so. basically tells Lisa, she's like, I don't like you. I never liked you. We don't have to talk. We're not friends. Like, I don't like you. And she literally says, I feel better now that I've told you I don't like you. And Lisa does not know how to handle that. It is incredible. Like, I, I've, I've seen people be baffled, but she really is just like, I don't think Lisa is the kind of person who has ever thought herself as being hateable. You know? Well, she's just unstable. And so she doesn't know how to deal like she's like trying to approach a conflict and be like okay well we have to resolve it but she doesn't understand that there's just like people that aren't gonna like you and there's nothing you can do or say and you just need to respect it and not talk to her she keeps trying to talk to her she's trying to she talk can't, to her like her, understand like, no she literally that's a, that's the perfect way of putting it that was really good i'm very proud of you for that that was really good like yeah like i can't put it better than that and like lisa's just like it takes too much energy to hate you like i don't know why like i, I don't hate you and lisa like Kern's like don't talk to me like don't talk to me and lisa's like because she like she keeps trying to talk to her and lisa and like chris just like i don't like you and, like lisa's mm-hmm. like but i like you and it's like it it, it doesn't matter like yeah. it literally doesn't it's a matter two-way street and everyone is happy that Corinne called Lisa out. Mm-hmm. Like we get to see, we get the obligate. Like I feel like every episode there's an obligatory Jayla sitting outside smoking a cigarette, talking <laughs> shit, singing on those like terrible pool chairs. And that's why I start to like Jayla in these next two episodes. I, I start to like Jayla, and then she's like slowly like like horrible. Down. Yeah, she just gets, it goes from like being like charming shit talking to just like why do you have so much hate in your yeah. heart? talking who is that that's oh yeah about nick in the next episode yes that's the moment and that's when you're like you get scared and you're like okay look in her eye where you're like oh oh yeah Yeah. um we're gonna talk about that in a few minutes but um yeah so like they like it's literally kim kyle jayla and corinne and i think i think no that's it yeah they're all sitting around and talking about what a mess and hypocrite what a hypocrite lisa is because Mm -hmm. she is um 
And then the next day, they show up somewhere. I don't think they ever say where it is. No. Somewhere. But Queen Miss J is there. Yes. And they're going to have a photo challenge. They're going to have a photo ch- Was there Tyra mail for this? Yes. It said, accentuate the negative. Oh, That's it. <laughs> uh, and so the photographer is Jay Goldman, and they are going to reverse roles because the girls have to direct the photographer and for two photos, one accentuating their flaws and one hiding their flaws. Yes. Um, he <laughs> is wearing a shirt that says, I heart black people. I love her. I love Brie. <laughs> Brie, like, emer- like I, I realize is act- like, we, I struggled to find a favorite, but Brie is probably my Brie's favorite. Brie's the closest. I think I have She's three separate notes in here where I say how much I love her. <laughs> she won me over in these two episodes. And yeah, Jayla won me over and then made me hate her. And then, yeah, like, it's like a quick, like, ooh, yeah. damn. So the girls are telling all their flaws to the photographers, and there's a moment when Nick is telling the photographer, my eyes are too big. And then it cuts to a talking head of Miss Jane. She says, her eyes are big. <laughs> <laughs> and then Miss J says, don't blame the photographer. Blame your parents for bad DNA. No, oh, that's my next note. I love him. My my next next note is, um, Nicole is like, I'm really pale. So like, white as you can get me. And Jay goes, and we know you white. <laughs> I got chills when he said that. I was like, oh. Keep oh, like, burning the I girls. I like, fan myself. I was like, oh, that was a sick burn. <laughs> like, oh. Um, and um, Kim literally looks like, where's Waldo? Yeah, and she says it. <laughs> she, like, is wearing khaki shorts and a red striped polo, a red and white striped polo. Mm-hmm. And if she literally, she just you put some circle glasses on her and she just literally wears Waldo. Easy Halloween costume, Kim. Anyway, yeah. so Kyle ends up winning the challenge and she says, I'm so happy I won the challenge. Very Michigan. And she chooses. I love Kyle's <laughs> Michigan accent. Like, I love it so much. It makes me feel like I'm home, but yeah, it also it makes me heart. hate myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, she chooses Kim and Corinne. And Lisa says, good for Kyle. She deserves to win. Very passive-aggressively. I hate her. Um, and she, they get to go to a spa, which, especially compared to, to the challenge prize in the next episode, mm-hmm. this, this prize sucks. It's like, <laughs> oh, you get a scrub down and a massage. You're yeah. so stressed out, that'll be undone literally within like three hours. Yeah. But I'm still jealous. I still want one. And while, while they're there, the three girls decide that they all like Brie and nobody else. Same. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. They're like, we like Brie, no one else. We hate Lisa. And then they talk about how Lisa looks old. From alcohol and, like, and sun exposure. I laughed so hard. I was like, oh, this stupid show. Like, there's like, oh, the shade. And my next note is, in all caps, where's Janice? <laughs> She's coming. And then we get a Tyra mail. Fake it till you make it. Be ready by 6.30 a.m. So the girls... I don't know why I take the notes about the time. No, it's good. So we feel, like, more pity for them and understand why they're losing their minds. True. So the oh. girls show up to a surgical room at a photo shoot. Um, and Kim is wearing straight up a carcass around her neck. And I know because I have two fox carcasses in my apartment. Karki and Karkida. 
and nobody mentions it. Excuse me? <laughs> Janice is the photographer. I, I just have notes that are just like, Hillary is screaming. Hillary's thrilled. She's the photo shoot for their exaggerated plastic surgery and she, photo shoot. She has the best entrance. She walks in and kisses Mr. J on the lips and goes, I'm not the bitch anymore. Because they need someone who knows a thing or two about plastic surgery. <laughs> if you get what I mean. Yes. I don't. Oh, yeah. And then Jayla gets on her hands and knees and bows down. And that's she what does. everyone. Yeah. I missed. It's a shot of her like on her hands and knees, like bowing down to Janos. And I'm Love like, yep. Her. Yep. Y'all, that is the correct response. That is how we should all respond to Janice Dickinson. So while the girls are getting ready, Janice comes in and basically interrogates all of them. She sits on Kyle's lap and Kyle is terrified. She asks him if she's a lesbian. She kisses Brie. Are you a lesbian? That's hot. <laughs> yeah, she kisses Brie on the lips and it's so cute. Like Brie's like, can I have a kiss? And she's like, it's adorable. She detects attitude from Lisa and tells her not to diss the other girls. And that's Lisa's last straw. And she starts oh, I wrote down this entire exchange. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Lisa, like, walks over. She's like, I think Janice and I are going to click. Like, I think we're going to really get along. And it's like, I literally watched it. I was like, ooh, girl. That's how you know it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then so they're sitting down. And, like, Janice is like, I detect a little attitude from you. And Lisa's like, I don't have attitude. And then they go and they sit down together. And Janice is eating like a yogurt or something. And she's like, do you know why I coined the term supermodel? No. Because I can. (laughs) And she's like, don't diss the other girls. Like, don't talk about the other girls. I feel like you talk about the other girls. And Corinne is like sitting in the background being like, yup! And then Janice, Janice goes in. Like, Janice goes in hard on Lisa. I didn't think I realized how savage it was until, like, the second time I watched it. I was what like, did she say? She's just, like, rough. Basically, she's just she just makes Lisa cry. I it's think like, Lisa was already so upset from the Corinne thing, and then this was, yeah. like, somebody she idolized and was excited to meet, and it was kind of yeah. just, like, the final straw. And then they yelled at her. <laughs> yeah. But- so mm-hmm. Nick's the first to shoot, and she is getting a long hair extensions, and she's yeah. nude. Yeah, Janice is like, I want her naked! <laughs> Janice would be amazing to shoot with because she yeah. just yells at you, and then she compliments you. Yeah, she just yell- she yells, 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 and then she's like, you were beautiful. I loved it. It yeah. was amazing. Like- Best of the day! <laughs> oh my god, when she says that about Kyle, I was like, oh my god. I love that. I I, like, I just, yeah, you're right. I would love to shoot with Janice. It'd be great. Corinne is getting Botox and she can't soften up. Soft, Corinne. Soft. Think toilet paper. Think two ply. Soft. (laughs) And then Corinne says the saddest thing in the world. What? Like she goes, everyone says I can't smile. It's just harder for some people. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh my god. She's too deep like, for the show. Her life is just fucking hard. Because the worst thing is that when she does smile, she's so beautiful. Like, she's so beautiful. Every time she smiles, everyone's like, yes! For a reason. Because, like, it brightens up everything about her. Yeah. You know? And I hate being like, women should smile more. But it's like, sometimes I really do feel like smiling makes you feel a little bit better. You know? <laughs> Laughing at something, enjoying something makes you feel better. You know? Mm-hmm. Just enjoy stuff. Jay finds Lisa and he asks her if she's bummed Janice harassed her. <laughs> and Jayla says Lisa's gonna need a facelift in a year. Yeah. And Kim calls her an alcoholic. 
And mm-hmm. because Lisa's uh, shoot is getting a facelift. Yeah. And Janice says, any remarks from the sidelines are jealousy because this girl is a star. I mean, whatever. Janice, I judge your taste, but whatever. Ja- um, Janice anyway. doesn't necessarily have the best taste, but she has very strong opinions where you mm-hmm. tend to believe her because she's so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very abrasive. Nicole's yeah. is a spray tan, and she like tells Nicole she was really, really good after her shoot. Yeah, she's like, I really enjoyed shooting you. You made me really happy today. It's like the rare, genuine moment for Janice. And that's the thing about... And Nicole's as surprised as, like, we are. Uh And that was the thing, I think, uh, last season, who does she make cry last season? Christina? She makes... Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry I made you cry. Like, and it it was like, that was a genuine... I think that was... She was genuine in that moment. I think, like, Janice might have been the most genuine judge the show ever had. The most empathetic. Yeah. Yes. Empathetic, definitely. When she hurt someone, she felt it. She was snarky, but she wasn't malicious. Yeah. Whereas, like, sometimes it feels like the judges could be malicious. You know? Definitely. She genuinely wanted the best for these girls. Diane's surgery is that she's bound and she has her boobs taped down and she's in so much pain, understandably. Oh my god, I felt so bad for her. Like, I've never bound myself. I can't imagine it. I taped my boobs down in middle school one day because all the cool girls were, like, underdeveloped. And I didn't even have that big boobs, but, like, I wasn't (laughs) flat. And it was the worst day of my life. I, like... (laughs) I had, like, a tank top, and then I put the tape over the tank top. I didn't put it on my skin. But I remember it was so hard to breathe all day. That's what seventh grade does to you. Hillary! Seriously, this is why all middle schoolers need to just go into a cave for middle school. And bang rocks. And and bang rocks. Like, I'm sorry. It will gain, gain character, and then you'll emerge for high school, and everything will be fine. Middle school is the devil. It really is. It's horrible. Middle school is why, like, I, I'm weirdly pro-homeschooling. <laughs> like, I'm like, just take your kids out of school from middle school and put it back in high school. Yeah. But then while Diane's crying about her boobs, we get a shot of Raja, who we haven't seen at all this season. But he's still there. I saw him. I didn't see him. I didn't notice that. He was, That's like, great. laughing in the background, probably oh. at Diane. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, he's probably like, bitch, I do this every day. I walk around and drag most days of the week. Come on. Yeah. Even Jay apologizes to Diane, though. Good. Jay's like, I'm sorry. Like, he, like, feels bad. Yeah, no, I don't have that many notes. Janice thought that Bree was disconnected. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. She wants more from Jayla. And then Lisa says that she quotes, she quote, rocked the house, fizzle dizzle. So, no. Hillary, <laughs> what the fuck does fizzle dizzle mean? I don't know and this, I don't want to know. <laughs> this is why trends end so quickly. And this is why white people can't have good things. Like, that was, like, literally the Kofefe. I fully like, agree. I like, Donald Trump que- tweeting about Kofefe the next morning. Like, it was, like, an intentional joke of Lisa. Stop ruining things! <laughs> okay. And then we get a shot of Nick eating cake in bed and Bree stroking her head. I love Bree. I love that. I did not see that, but that's amazing. Oh, and Janice says, sits the girls down and goes, When you get home tonight, don't be dogging people in back of their backs. In back of their backs, though. Is that what she says? That's what she says. <laughs> Her quaaludes kick in right in that moment. <laughs> it's amazing. So, judging 
Yeah, that's it. The guest judges are, for some reason, not Janice, Dean and Davis. Probably because Tyra didn't want to be in the same room as Janice. <laughs> she was like, I will not have her in my judging room. I will not. Yeah, she's like, I cannot do this. Give me one season without her, please. Mm-hmm. The judging challenge is to convince the judges to hire the models, despite their flaws. And Nigel gets really bitchy. Nigel's so bitchy. Oh my god, especially in this episode. Ugh. Noted fashion photographer. They tell Diane she's nervous and not being herself. But it's, like, weirdly offensive because, like, maybe it's because of Takara setting, like, a certain precedent Mm -hmm. in their brains of, like, personality. But it feels like a a plus-size girl... They like I think they literally say like a plus size girl's got to have a plus size personality and it's like yeah but you let some of these girls with boring ass personalities Nicole like oh, like God. glide on through yeah because they're way thin but you rail on Diane because she's shyer than others like that makes no fucking sense agreed it's like and it's just like it's and it's also like weirdly body shaming it's like personality shaming it's like why isn't your personality as big as your body in a way. No, I don't like that. Especially considering, like, a, a lot of plus-size girls that I know are, like, shy because of it. Yeah. They want to occupy less space. But, anyway. Diane looks classy in her photo where she's burning her bra. We also get a weird photo montage of Nigel as a beautiful boy model. And I don't know what led to that, but he looked so attractive. It- I know. Nigel with hair makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like too much beauty um, in the later season it. he shows up with hair I'm pretty sure during all stars he shows up with hair no Kim's hands what What were you saying look like catcher's mitts mm-hmm. like they're like flat on her boobs because she is the girl who got a boob job she's the type the titular girl who got a boob job and like sure her her like no hands, pun intended on, on top of her boobs on the top of like the silicone fake boobs and they just look like plop and kim is basically like you know what i'm shocked at how hard modeling is and i'm like yep because you're that girl yep you're that girl she's you- elise corinne well, elise was like shocked at how easy modeling came to <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> corinne seems sad kyle's fierce lisa loves her shot jayla dealt with the judges well nicole's resting on pretty and That's the time this season resting on pretty. So. And then Nigel says about Nick that he's never seen a girl so hairy look so gorgeous. She has a lazy eye in her photo and no one points it out. Also, Nigel probably like loves bikini waxes on girls. No, I would actually imagine that Nigel's a full a full bush kind of dude. I would that's like, what I would loves- hope. He would he just like loves like a big old 70s style like bush, you know. Maybe. He like wants to like forge through <laughs> <laughs> oh they think Bree's spirit is broken and then tyra talks about my god joan rivers how dare you ever mention her name r.i.p but they also, love Bree's shot so then <laughs> deliberation panel they're basically like corinne seems depressed so does diane so does Bree. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, and then they start talking about how Kyle's the girl next door. And Jay's also like, who the hell are y'all living next door to? <laughs> and Jayla doesn't pop! Aww. She pops. Factors call Lisa reptilious. Which I learned was a word. Is it really? Yeah. 
I've yeah, but I was like, like, I was like, that. basically, you saying she looks like a reptile, right? But like, <laughs> and then I was like, they're not wrong. I see it. Yeah, a bearded iguana. Okay, so, so call out order. <laughs> dragon. Kimono. Uh, call out Komodo dragon. A kimono <laughs> dragon. A it's Tyra from season two. Three. <laughs> Three. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. First call out, Kyle. Then Jayla, then Nick, then Lisa, Nicole, Kim, Corinne, and Diane and Brie are bottom two, and both of them need more confidence. Tyra <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> Tyra's wearing a prom dress. She's wearing like a gray bridesmaid's dress. Also, I realized in this scene that Jayla's makeover should have been purple hair. Very 2017, but like Jayla's makeover should have been like, Cassandra's makeover, but with black hair. Sandra. Whitehead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cute. That would be really be cute. Yeah. Or like they should have just like dyed it like dyed her hair like so black it was purple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Amazing. Sailor Mars. But mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. Bye, Diane. Yeah, Bree safe. <laughs> Diane goes home. I got tired of Diane's school teacher vibe. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> a few episodes ago. We're gonna buzz through this one. We had to spend more time on Janny. Janny Janny. I'm sorry. <laughs> The title of episode six is The Girl Who Loves Bubbles and Talks to Plants. Oh, God. This. This is the episode where Hillary loves Lisa. (laughs) Ryan Devlin, my husband, slash mortal enemy. Slash rapist. Wait, really? He's raped on Veronica Mars. I've got not. No, don't don't sue me, Ryan Devlin. (laughs) Please don't sue me, Ryan Devlin. I love you. Okay, so episode six opens with Nick crying because she was closest in the house to Diane and now feels vulnerable and has decided she's not going to let anyone else in. She'll just be quiet from now on. How sad is that? I know. I felt bad for her. Mm -mm, That's a dangerous path to go on. Yeah. Jayla's starting to become the worst and she says she's going to do whatever it takes to become number one. She's so happy people are leaving. Like, bye. Oh, oh and Lisa's drunk. Drunk in the hot tub. Uh, and Bree says Lisa goes through bottles of wine in 45 minutes. I have never. Lisa literally, they're just, it's, it's a whole montage about how Lisa needs to be the center of attention. She's like, do you want bubbles? I have bubbles. She's she like topless at- walking around in a cowboy hat. Yeah. and Soaking wet. I- my favorite is when kyle goes there's something weird about lisa and i can't figure out what it is it's a rampant alcohol problem kyle (laughs) (laughs) like it is a rampant and blatant alcohol problem that needs to be corrected by dr drew in a few years yep yeah we're gonna talk about that when lisa gets eliminated we have to talk about celebrity rehab good (laughs) mr j shows up at the house and brings casually aman with him my next four in the four notes are aman i'm wearing your concealer right now my favorite i love you aman forever and aman says it don't matter a thing if you ain't got that skit i love that and she touches her face so Mm -hmm. i wonder what it's like to be married to david bowie Oh my god, I was thinking that the entire time she was on screen. <laughs> I was like, you're married to David Bowie and you're that beautiful and it just offends me. Like, it's just like, it's just not fair, you know? And it's like, <gasps> Aman brought over with her a bunch of food recipes for face masks to get her beautiful skin. 
This is the launch of Pinterest right here. This is when Pinterest emerged. Yes. And part of the food that's on the table out for display is our tomatoes. And there's a shot of Brie nonchalantly eating them. And then I have my first <laughs> I love Brie note. She's like, you're not supposed to eat it. Kim doesn't know what avocado does. God. And Corinne is like, is like, they're like, what's in yours? And she's like, lemon, lime, like something else, like honey. olive oil, honey. And I was like, do not put lemon on your skin. Why are people still doing this? Doesn't that bleach Stop your it. skin? You're not supposed to put like you like if you're going to put any type of vitamin C on your face, you're supposed to do it at nighttime and not when you're going to get exposed to sun. Oh, because it mm-hmm. literally bleach your skin. It's so bad for your skin. Don't do it. Also, wear sunscreen. Yes. Seriously, I wear SPF 50 every fucking day and I'm a black woman. Damn. There's no reason for you guys not to wear sunscreen. When I am 45 and looking the same age that I do now, y'all going to be like, why didn't I wear sunscreen? Why didn't I moisturize my neck? Seriously. Oh, those poor necks. <laughs> Everyone should moisturize your neck, too. Nora Ephron said it best in her book. Thank it's you, true. RIP. Thank you. Uh, oh, bless you. So <laughs> That's where I learned it. The challenge is the girls have to say a few talking points about the face masks uh, and do a three-minute interview to endorse the products for Chris Spencer Comedian. Honey Banana Firming Mask. Why do I feel like Chris Spencer probably has really problematic views now? (laughs) Definitely. The amount of times he interrupted them, like, Uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's probably super problematic at this point. Like, I'm Uh, afraid to look on Twitter. And he's also super annoying. He's, he's just so really annoying. annoying. He thinks he's, he's really funny. He's like, yeah, he's the this kind is... of comedian who thinks he's hilarious by interrupting people and like mm-hmm. reacting to them instead of being like a Z Ansari, which is like he plays off of people and still and knows he's fucking funny. And the girls dealing with him doing the doing these things to them is a great example of women being polite because they're afraid of what's gonna happen if they're not. Seriously. They like laugh at his jokes out of politeness, <laughs> but like- <laughs> nobody thinks he's funny. So he says oh. that Jayla was boring, Corinne had no idea, Brie has a tongue ring. Kim was cheating. Uh, yeah, I love the fact that Kim wrote <laughs> the product points in her hand. Like, I was like, you know what? Get it, Kim. Yeah. Like, get it. If you got to get somewhere, do that. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Um, then um, Kyle just flat out crushes it. Yeah, unfortunately. She does. I mean, it's not like she, by comparison, realistic, it's not like she had a really, you know, yeah. tough playing around to go up against but like she did really well it's because she's uh, from michigan and she's really nice and she knows how to deal with assholes she probably did forensics at dexter she maybe probably- she did maybe she did i bet i bet she did extemporaneous <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna say she did the pyramid of talking points you oh know God. how they have to stand in three points and then they go to the tip of the pyramid in conclusion. Anyway, I forgot about like I literally have I like I just thought about it. I remember center, left, yep. center, right, center, up. <laughs> conclusion. Oh, forensics. Oh, that is hi, so- Zaz, if you're listening, you're probably not. And then Lisa, Lisa is like, I'm going to crush it. I know everything. Like, they were all practicing and I was sitting there like. So, you know, Lisa's going to fuck it up. And she does. And she sure does. She gets all she makes up products like she makes like makes up ingredients that are not listed in the the products. And then something happens where in which she starts dancing. 
in what world is this dancing, Hillary? Oh, I know, I know. Like it's like it, she, she, the sounds that come out of her, <laughs> like, like she like starts. To, it's like ah uh, ah. Uh. Yeah, that's exactly the sound she makes, <laughs> and everyone's very upset. I'm upset. So okay, <laughs> Kyle wins the challenge, and she chooses Nicole, and their prize is. They get to host VH1's Fabulous Life, like, countdown of the top 10 supermodels. Easily one of the <laughs> best prizes the show ever fucking had. Amanda uh, just had the best reaction where I couldn't hear her because she wasn't making noise, but I thought she was. It was that loud. <laughs> she was just, like, shaking her head in disbelief. <laughs> like, it was amazing. Like, it's like, why didn't they have more of these? Why wasn't this a recurring prize? Like, yeah. it's, it's flat-out exposure. Like, it is... I can't. I can't with how good this prize is. But wait, one of my favorite parts is coming up. So then um, after that, like, Corinne says to Lisa um, that she has to come up with another dance move and is basically making fun of the moves that Amanda was talking about. And Lisa says, you need to stop hating on me. And while Corinne and Lisa are fighting, (laughs) you see Brie in the background. And she put she makes a smoking gesture and puts two fingers to her lips to probably Jayla and they no, leave and go outside. No, she doesn't. It's my favorite part of the episode. Oh my god. That is amazing. Uh, that is amazing. I was too busy focusing on just like Corinne calling Lisa an alcoholic <laughs> bitch. No, I mean that's amazing. We we have to we, we have to build up to that because it's it's, okay. it's this whole thing is pretty amazing. So basically, they're all in the, they're all back in like you know sitting in the back waiting, probably waiting for the van, like the limo slash van to show up to pick them up. Mm-hmm. And the girls, like I'm sorry, the fact that the producers and the cameramen caught all of these behind the scenes things. I feel like the show later on loses a lot of these like backstage fights, like that stuff. We get a lot of in-house fights, but we don't get nearly as many like sitting around waiting fights. Yeah, you know? yeah. And yeah. I think it's really interesting to think about. That was just something that just came to my brain. Sorry. Yeah. Um. But anyway, um, the girls basically are like, Lisa, we can't believe you got up there and danced. And Lisa's like, the girls are laughing at me. Like you're just like yeah, yeah you, made, you literally made a fool of yourself. And yeah, and like like Hillary said, Corinne tells Lisa that she needs a new dance move, and for some reason that's that that triggers Lisa so deeply, and she flips out. She flips. She like and she's like, you need to stop hating on me. Like you need to stop. And Corinne's like, I I literally told you I don't like you. And then my favorite my favorite is because like in this this is. Where like like Lisa is just she's le- such a lack of self awareness. She's like, I'm being a friend to all of these girls by telling them these things. Like you, like you're the only person in this house who like who doesn't like me. And the Corinne's like, I'm the only one who told you to your face that I don't like you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh Corinne, you're great. Like she she really is great. And the girls like are literally laughing at Lisa when Lisa's like, I'm being helpful. They're all in the background like, <laughs> sure. And she like looks around, and she's also wearing what kind of hat is she wearing in this scene? Bucket. It, no, it's like a. I'm looking at it now. It's like a not quite a page boy, not quite a trucker, not quite a bucket. What? It's like all of them came together. Yamaka. No, it's not that small. It's like big, and it co- like it has a brim, and it's cat. Oh, 
Oh, I know what you mean. It's and basically it had, page boy. It's kind of a page boy and a bucket hat got together and made an ugly hat. I know exactly like what the shot when they're in the car. She might be in there, maybe in the oh, limo. Okay. She might be going in the limo at the same time. It matches her jacket. Um, but there's then um I want to talk about this because there's an amazing point of Frank inviting, like a great example of it. And and I have it. I I time stamped it because it's amazing. It's a I have one later on here though. Mm-hmm. I think it's later. It on. might be the same one. Corinne goes and basically is like goes to talk to I think Nicole about it. And Lisa's like, just don't talk to the other girls about it. Just talk about it with me. And I'm like, okay, that's a, a good point. Like Corinne, she can't be like, Lisa, don't talk to me. I don't like you. And then provoke her. You yeah, know? that's true. That's, I agree. That's where Corinne loses me. Yeah, like she's it, in the wrong. It takes much more energy to actively show someone your dislike for them than it just to pretend like they're not there. Yeah, and Nick says there's too much drama going on. And then we get a shot of Jayla and Nicole eating a cup of noodles. (laughs) Nicole finally figured it out. So then I'm going to, let me play this Frankenbriting. Are are you still talking to me? Shut up! Okay, well, I did not like you. I told you that a long time ago. Then don't don't talk about me. Don't talk to me. Don't make snappy comments to me. Just pretend I don't exist. Just shut up and I can't pretend like you don't exist. That is so rude. Grow up, Corinne. You're basically presenting yourself like a moron. That pause, that you're basically presenting yourself like a moron that's edited that's all edited like mm-hmm. you can tell blatantly oh so she didn't say I, any of that middle stuff she just said moron I, well she probably said something yeah she definitely said something that led to moron but i think that she might have been like you like this is the way you're going to come across on television yeah it was probably that and they yeah. had to edit and they can't it. let it be that meta yeah they can't have them reference the fact that they're on television but it's so poorly edited that it's it's laughable to me. It's like you. Yeah. It's clear that like Lisa probably said something different, and like said something maybe horrible or whatever. But they edited around it, and when you watch it, it's very obvious. And then that leads to Lisa says something, and Corinne's like, like whatever, alcoholic bitch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and every like Lisa is, is shooketh. She is shook. <laughs> She's never. She. I don't think Lisa would ever call herself an alcoholic. But it's like. God. The way they talk, the girls talk about her. The way girls talk to each other. I know, right? Up. Um, so then we watch the. F- is that the end of their fight? That's the end of their fight. They go back to the house, and then we get another obligatory Jayla sitting outside on that glass table smoking a cigarette. Love and her. Like, like I love how much shit talking she does. She's just like, I mean, that was bound to happen. Like, yeah, I don't like Lisa. Like everyone's just getting angrier and angrier oh, and yeah. her. And she 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 should have just accepted that somebody's gonna react like like that. And everyone's yeah. like, she needs to stop being a know it all. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. Jayla keeps saying it's like high school here. It's so much like high school here. I can't. What kind you of sound just like did Jayla have? Yeah, Jayla. <laughs> Or should I, we be worried about you? Yeah, it's like I mean, again, I had more drama in middle school than I ever did in high school. So it's more like middle school because you guys are like 11 year olds. Anyway, then they film the VH1 challenge win in the house. Come on, shade. Kyle's so stiff in the shoot. She's like, and that brings us to our number one, Heidi Klum. Wow, she was amazing. So awkwardly, like she's standing there like so stiff. And then Nicole says, quote, I would have done it so much better and talked sophisticated. Lisa, you mean? Oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) 
yeah, Lisa's sitting in her room and starts practicing practicing to herself and me and talking to Nick, who is painting with watercolors. Like Nick is like painting something with watercolors. She's it's like trying crazy. to create something. But yeah, she's trying to like I mean they can't have books, so like yeah. I mean, that works. But Lisa's like she's claiming she's not jealous, but she's sitting around like watching them and like like goes around and like like literally basically watches them and then goes into a room and she's like, Yeah, I would have talked super sophisticated because she's drunk. And then the <laughs> producer for the show comes in and he's like, Hi, we're trying to test sound levels. Can you please shut the fuck up? Basically, because she's practicing. She's like, I'm I'm just practicing if I had one. And it's like he's like, Good luck with your practicing. Um She's so- psychotic. Yeah, it's like, right, can you just keep it down just for like 30 seconds? Just just 30 seconds. And it's like it's such a producer way of being like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut and the then right after he leaves, she mumbles something to herself. And then the next shot we get is her opening a bottle of cab and pouring the biggest glass of wine of her yeah. life. And this is when we get her a shot of her sitting on pool, pool chairs. Water. Pool chairs. Thank you. Why could I could I not come up with that word? It's I could okay. not come up with it. Thank you. Pool chairs. And she's laying in a pool chair and she's talking to a plant outside the house. But really, she- is it like a Bachelor in Paradise thing and she's talking to a producer? No, she's really talking to a plant. You think? Okay. Yeah, she's talking to a plant. It's a fern named Cousin It. She passes out in a pool chair. And that's how you know. I'm sorry. Like, it's one of those things where I'm like, ooh, Lisa. Like, yeah. ooh. Well, the girls up. say that she started drinking at 2 p.m. that day. And now but she's sleeping outside. She's sleeping outside. It's like dark. It's and dark. Brie goes and checks on her with Nick. She's and, like, like holding a pillow and a blanket and they like walk her inside. Like have her. And, and like, I mean, who somebody calls her a cracked out bitch? Ugh, probably Kim. It could be any one of them and I wouldn't be surprised. I, I know it wouldn't be Kyle. I it's, know it wouldn't be Nick. It's not Kyle, Nick, or Brie, but any <laughs> other one of them. <laughs> Definitely. Then we see Lisa on the phone in the phone room. And she's like, I just think I'm too sensitive for all of this. I can't tell where this scene falls in context with all of it. I know. I feel like, I hope it wasn't after. No. But it might have been. It was probably after the challenge. And basically, Brie narrates the entire, this whole dramatic scene talking about Lisa. And she's like, basically, I mean, Lisa, Brie pretty concisely explains what's going on with Lisa. She's like, she has a different way of, of, of processing all of this than everyone else. And she processes it through alcohol. Yeah. And she's having a hard time with all of this. And she doesn't want to talk about it because yeah. all of this is so different. We're all really stressed out. And I'm like, girl, Brie, you should go into therapy. Yeah. You should be a good ass counselor. Well, and Lisa's <laughs> talking on the phone to her boyfriend and she's crying so hard she starts hyperventilating. And Brie comes in with like a roll of toilet paper and is like telling her she needs to pull it together. Yes. God, I love Brie. Brie's the all star of the She's killing season. it. Oh, is incredible. Like, I forgot all of this happened. And I was like, you know what? That's good for you, Brie. Good for you. Then the next day, the fourth Sanderson sister, Tyra, shows up and she asks the girls <laughs> about their vices. Oh, what did she do to deserve that? What did Kathy and Jimmy do to deserve Tyra Banks as a sister? <laughs> Poor Kathy. Kathy should not be punished like that. She's too uh, perfect. So Tyra asked them about their vices and Bree says sleep because she's perfect. And yeah, literally I went, me too? <laughs> and then Tyra's like, who smokes? And then Every, all of our girls raise their hand. <laughs> Except for like Kyle. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure Kyle's the only one who doesn't. And maybe Nick. Yeah, I feel like maybe. Well. And Lisa admits to being a wino, but she's like, I don't have to have a drink every day, and I don't drink to get drunk. And my next note is, liar! Mm-hmm. And all the girls side-eye each other. They're all like, um, is this visual saying that? Uh, is this visual saying that? <laughs> Tyra Mail, photo shoot. Uh, how well can you juggle? Wait, does that have anything to do? Is that just because they have to do a bunch of things? A bunch of things. That's what it has to do with. All right. Well, the commercials for Secret Platinum Clear Gel, and I about lost my mind because this is the shoot that I quote with Tony. My yeah, I know. <laughs> What's my secret? <laughs> I have nice. to tell myself I'm beautiful every single day. What's my secret? I hate ice cream in bed. What's my secret? I've been doing tax evasion for the past 16 years. What's my secret? Claire Underwood is based on my real life. What is your secret, Amanda? What would you say? Degrassi fan fiction, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a good one. What's my secret? I've been doing Degrassi roleplay for the past 12 years of my life. And it's the only time I feel alive. (laughs) I don't know what mine is. I'm 24 years old and I need a knee replacement. <laughs> I feel like years you would go up there and just say something like really like innocent. And then you're like everyone would be like, that's boring. You'd be like, I didn't learn how to ride a bike till I was 14. My secret, I still don't know how to ride a bike. <laughs> like, that is your secret. I still, it's not my secret, no. It's my fun fact. That's a good fact. Yeah, it's my two truths and a lie thing. Is like, I can't ride a bike. What's mine? I don't know, Hillary. <laughs> me, 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 me. Okay. So, <laughs> secret, I've never won a shirt without another shirt underneath it. <laughs> That's Kenya's secret. <laughs> <laughs> so, the girls have to do a commercial shoot, a photo shoot, and then straight after that, they have to go into an interview with Ryan Devlin from MTV's Are You the One? And he looks so douchey here. He looks like a straight up nerd these days, but he looks like he's trying to be a bad boy. He looks like fucking Mark McGrath from from uh, from Sugar Ray, who was also like working for Extra. It's just like it was that same level of like early 2000s douchiness of every like like Ryan Ryan Seacrest. (laughs) God. I hate us. This is America's Next Top Best Friend. I know. <laughs> so Lisa's secret is that she has to tell herself she's beautiful every single day, blah, blah, blah. Nicole's is that she eats ice cream in bed, and she says it so annoyingly. I, I eat ice cream in bed. And that. Later on in, in, in judging, Nigel says that Nicole has a really nice voice. What voice is he hearing? Oh, my God. I have that exact same note. <laughs> Kyle keeps pointing to the camera and overacting in her commercial. Yeah. Like, yeah. she looks yeah. like she's doing the Disney Channel drawing the mouse ears. Hi, I'm Kyla Pratt, voice of Penny on the Proud Family, and you're watching Disney Channel. That's Kyle. That's so true. Did you as a child practice doing that? Of course. I, I feel like everyone did. Everyone practiced do making the Mickey Mouse <laughs> Bree says that Ryan has beautiful eyes, but then I think Ryan has a crush on Kim. 
I think Ryan has a crush on Brie. <laughs> he has a crush on all of them, honestly. That's probably the most attractive group of women Ryan Devlin has been around. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Lisa smells her armpit during her interview. Oh, my next note is, Hillary, what's your secret? When I don't you- know. <laughs> when you feel strong. When, when you, feel- you feel like Kyla Pratt puts Penny on the Proud Family, you're watching Disney Channel. Jayla and Nick have their whole controversy because they have the same secret. They're both afraid of the dark and sleep with the nightlight. But Nick was going to say both of those and Jayla was only going to say she's afraid of the dark. Uh, And Nick thinks that Jayla stole her secret. And guess what? I do too. I think they're both so dumb and I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I agree. This is the most arbitrary, stupid fight to start. Pick a better secret. Seriously. What's my secret? I'm terrified of people mixing up my my multi-flavored popcorns. I kill the stripper. <laughs> What's my secret? I masturbate on the subway. I lived out. I know what you did last summer, and I've never told anyone about it. <laughs> What's my secret? This... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You you go up there and you go, what's my secret? And then you just start laughing and you're like, sorry, I have to quit the competition, actually. <laughs> oh, I wrote, what's your secret, Amanda? <laughs> I was thinking about how Mr. McMullen used to get really mad at Lauren Bunker for wearing a rosary. <laughs> I was going to be like, what's my secret? This rosary is full of cocaine. <laughs> I'm Sarah Michelle Geller in Cruel Intentions, and I know what you did last summer, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> What's my secret? I slay vampires. <laughs> I'm the Slayer. Uh, oh also, can we talk about how every single one of the girls is wearing flare jeans because skinny jeans didn't exist yet, and they are the most hideous jeans? Oh my god! I, ugh, ugh. No, in the last episode, Nick and and and. Kyle are wearing literally the exact same jeans and the exact same top. And they're both standing the same way with that same level of like, remember after it was really popular, like to have your tank top or whatever shirt you were wearing show like the slightest bit of like top hip bone. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That, that look. Oh God. (laughs) And Nick is super pissed about Jayla stealing her secret. And she's like, this is why I don't trust other girls. Yeah. Nick's Nick's so mad. And then we get like a shot of Jayla, like completely losing her mind because Nick got mad in her talking head. And as Jayla's like screaming about Nick, it keeps cutting to Nick, who's like in the mirror gelling her edges, just like (laughs) chilling. Yeah. Yeah, washing her face. Yeah. Like, yeah, Nick, like back in the house, Jayla's like, I didn't steal Nick's secret. Like, is that really why she's mad at me? Yeah. Really? Well, she's giving me the cold shoulder. I'm so tired of this. Yeah, she's like getting progressively more mad. Who who tells Jayla that Nick's mad at her? Is it Kim? I think it's Kim. Oh, no, it's Lisa. It's Lisa. Because it's Lisa. somebody's finally talking to her. So she's like, I've got some gossip. Lisa's like, really? You don't you don't think that's the reason why? And like Jayla's like, is it really about the secret? And she's like, oh, my God, I can't. I can't believe that that's the reason she's mad at me. You're like, and then we get Jayla. Maybe I should just pull it out because it's yeah, hysterical. do it, do it. Like it's actually hysterical, and the look in her eye is like insanity. Okay. There's people in this house that I tolerate only because I have no choice but to tolerate them, and that's all I do. <laughs> Somebody's yelling at Brie in the background, and she literally at one point go like puts it like like throws her finger in like a slit your throat kind of way. She goes like. Eh. 
to like that sidebar. On my bad side. And I predict that in the future, if we're together long enough, this music. Something big is gonna happen. Something big is gonna go down. Mark my words. It'll happen. <laughs> dramatic music. And then we go to judging. <laughs> Like the dramatic like slicing sound. Hold on. I think there's more. Isn't there more? No, that's it. Okay. Sorry. Seriously though. Like when you see the look in her eye though, she's like, I'm done with her. Here's the here's what it is. Never start a sentence with, you know what I hope happens? Like, no one has started a sentence with that with good intentions. <laughs> no sentence has ever opened with, you know what I hope happens? Like she like she just wants Nick to go home. Uh, it's just like mm. God. Yeah. I hope that the judges realize that her face is the same in every single photograph and that she I think no, we missed like more than half of her rant in that when we played it just now. Because we the whole thing where she talks about she doesn't even say, you know what I hope happens. But whatever. Do you want to play it again? No, we're fine. Okay. I don't remember how judging opens because the first note I have is N- Nigel saying Nicole's speaking voice is nice. Oh. And me being like, uh, no. Wrong. Right. Right. Incorrect. No. So basically, Bill Huberger is the guest judge. And yeah, you're right. Nicole's first. That's basically how judging starts. Nicole's first. Because there's no challenge. There's no judging challenge. Oh, okay. That's why. So that's why. And I hate these commercials. Oh, I God. Hate they're so horrible. Much. Oh, they're this horrible. is my Frankenbite note. Tyra must say, one of the secret ads oh, will run in this yeah, week's yeah, yeah. issue of People. Did you notice this? Yes, yes. I don't remember. It must have been the whole sentence because yeah. they probably decided after the fact that yeah. that was going to happen. And it will run in People magazine. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> They're like, but we're not showing these commercials to anybody. We'll put your photo shoot in a magazine. Fine. Yeah, we are going to burn this film. Jayla is unbelievable to Nigel. Mm. Best endorser, they say. Of course. Corinne Um, is melancholy. Kyle overacts. Oh, God. Kim has bad posture. Brie looks like she smells something bad. (laughs) And but her photo photo looks like sad eyes. Yeah. Like bored. Lisa is wearing a flapper flower in her hair. And Tyra says it's so wrong, it's right. She really looks like a crackhead. She does look like a crackhead. She looks like a crackhead. I'm sorry. If Nole was there, that would be the first words out of his mouth. Like, what is this crackhead thoroughly modern Millie business? Yep. (laughs) I love Kim's secret. What was it? I forget what she says. Like, she says something, something, something. But like, but I scream like a girl. And I'm like, oh, I try to act tough. Yeah, I try to act tough. But I scream like a girl. And I'm like, you know what? That's cute. Yeah. But her posture. Kim. Ugh. Kim. If I notice it's bad, we got a problem. She needs to stand with her shoulders back, please. And then Tyra basically tells Kim that she has fat arms. Yeah. She's like, she's like, you need when you sit, you can't like put all your weight on that part of your arm because you have this. And she taps the top of her arm and slaps it like that. (laughs) No, like, so you're telling her she has fat arms. I had no idea who was going home this episode. I didn't know if it was Kyle or Corinne. I didn't either, but I had a feeling it was Corinne. Yeah, they focused on her. Because we knew it wasn't Lisa or Jayla. Yeah, exactly. I just didn't know who the bottom two were. I didn't know who was going to be the bottom with Corinne. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then Tyra basically is like, you all look terrible. Your fashion is all horrible. (laughs) After they talk about Lisa's. Correct. (laughs) 
outfit. Mm, she's not wrong. And then Nick doesn't do well because she's basically like, I don't like stalking in front of the camera. And then I have it was betrayed by someone. I don't know who, but somebody betrayed me. God. I don't think her may her name may rhyme with Layla, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, <laughs> she throws Jayla under the bus without throwing her under the bus, and yeah. the judges are kind of like, "Why'd you even say anything if you're not going to yeah. tell us who?" Exactly. So then panel happens. Nigel isn't convinced about Jayla, and Jay doesn't believe that Nick is a top model. Pretty much, like no one gets good reviews. Mm-hmm. Is, the, is the general gist? Yeah. Um, Twiggy thinks Kyle is or- ordinary, but Nigel for some reason loves Kim. Like, Nigel loves Kim. Oh, yeah, he does. And the Tyra worries about J- Bree's translatability, which is not a word. <laughs> um, Nigel gets my favorite line of the episode, though, which is like, he's like, I love Lisa. I adore her. I want more from her. But I also can't stand Lisa. Yes. And I'm like, that, yep, that's it. That's pretty much well it. That makes said, so much Nigel. Sense. Yeah. So then call out is Lisa, Jayla, Kim, Nicole, and Kyle all safe. Wait, wait. And that is- but really quick. How fucked up is it? Tyra goes, I'm going to d- call first call out, but this is not the ad that's running. Yeah. Because people basically was like, no. It was like, we don't want this old bitch on our camera. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, put this old bitch in our she's, so she's like, Lisa's first call out, but Nicole, your ad's running. Yeah, it's the funny. I didn't. I don't have a note about that, but you were correct, and it's still hysterical. It's like your first call out, but this is not the picture that's running. Yeah, it's like oh shit. So sorry, Lisa, uh, Jayla, Kim, Nicole, Kyle, Bree. Yeah, and then Nick and, and Corinne. Yeah, Kyle, Bree. I don't have Bree in my list for some reason. Corinne and Nick are in the bottom. Corinne because she's sad, and Nick because basically she like didn't rise to the challenge of something that she's afraid of doing. Mm-hmm. If you're not good in front of the camera. Yeah, it sucks, but it's weird because they feel like I feel like it's like they expect these girls to be like instantly like great with like media and all this stuff. And it's like, get some media training. It's not hard. Yeah. Do it. Like you can also like if this girl wants to win like win this competition and she gets famous, they'll probably set her up with that. Don't worry. It'll be fine. Don't but worry. anyway, um Nick Nick didn't rise to the occasion, but she's safe and Corinne is going home and I'm bummed out about it. Bye, mm-hmm. Corinne. You were ahead of your time. You were ahead of your time. I'm sorry you weren't 10 years younger. 20 years younger, really. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Because <laughs> thinking about it, you could have had a modeling career, but now you can't. And yeah. whatever. You're too old now. That brings us to the end of the show. Yeah. Want to do social media? Oh, yes. Let's do it. I go first. Go ahead. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Loch Ness Manda. Also, uh, Snapchat, Amanda Elizabeth. I run a blog, romancevsreality.tumblr.com. At some point, I'm going to buy a domain name, guys. I promise. I promise. Then we also have a Facebook page for our wonderful podcast. It's facebook.com slash friend. And then our email address is friend at gmail.com. We have a Twitter at Next Top Best Pod. And my Instagram and Twitter are hilarious123. That's Hillary with two L's. O U S one, two, three. Pronounced hilarious123. And that's all our sh- social media. Social media. Yeah, and tell your friends about us. Subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever. SoundCloud? Yes. And give us a review. And if you're not already subscribed, and even if you do none of that, we're just happy you're listening and you keep yeah, coming we love back. You. Keep downloading. Even if you don't listen, just download. 
<laughs> That's what matters. And who the hell do we know that lives in Virginia? <laughs> yeah. And Oregon. Who are you? Maybe it's your friends from the resale resale shop in Portland. Maybe. Maybe they maybe they have another pair of those shoes and they're listening and they're gonna send you a pair. Debo Fisherman and- sandals, brown leather. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well we love you guys. <laughs> have a great week. <laughs> you shut. Uh, yes. Close. Good. Okay. Bye.